The views and opinions expressed by the Should They Watch It podcast are those of two moms who happen to be a registered play therapist and a voice actor for cartoons. So while they may feel their opinions come from a knowledgeable place, they are still, in fact, just opinions. Should They Watch It, a podcast that takes the task of reviewing your kids' favorite shows off your to-do list. Hello and welcome to the Should They Watch It podcast. I am Kara Edwards. And I'm Laura Orr. Hi, and we're yes, here. We're here. <laughs> Shall we? Shall we? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you Do be mine along with me? Oh, I'm You're still so- I'm still singing old school. I'm having a hard I'm having a hard time letting go. Of my Fred oh. and moving into some Daniel. Well, I think that that's okay because Mr. Rogers holds a place in many of our hearts. And and I mean, and we'll discuss this. And we'll the songs are very this. similar. The songs are very similar. Because there's actually, I mean, there there's no question where the influence came from. And you can yeah. see it all the way through there. And I just, my childhood was Mr. Rogers. Um, yeah. yeah. So I... Uh, if you guys haven't guessed yet, we are reviewing oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Tiger <laughs> Neighborhood. Um, but before we do, how are you doing, Karen? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. If you, I, um, I had my first acupuncture session of my life. Have Your you, first one. My first ever. I have never done acupuncture. Okay. Have you, have you ever done acupuncture? I have. I have. So why are you one of the people that doesn't let the rest of the world know that it hurts? <laughs> It hurts. It hurts so bad. Why have I been told my whole life that I, that you don't feel acupuncture, that it doesn't hurt? I, it, I have, I have been, I have my whole <laughs> life has been the needles are really small, they're really thin, they're they're really short. Like you don't yeah. feel it. All you feel is relief. I absolutely felt like I was having swords driven through my body really? in a magic act. Wait, with every single one. Or did I it- mean, some were some were like getting a shot, and some were Ooh. like, yeah, some were really hurt, and then some were like, okay, I feel it. Uh huh. I'm also a very sensitive human, and I recognize the fact <laughs> that I'm very sensitive, and I have very sensitive skin, and I have always felt things that like sometimes people don't feel. Um, Do you have a low pain tolerance in like general? Like the lowest. Oh, yeah. interesting. So I got to say, I did not feel any pain. What? <laughs> but Jeremy's mom, she got acupuncture and she said it hurt a lot too. So I wonder if, yeah, if it's a pain tolerance thing or if it's something else, you should ask your acupuncturist, like if it means something for it to hurt or wait, are you going to go back? <laughs> I'm actually going to go back. Okay. And, um... And, and I will say it's been days and I still have pain in some of the areas. What? Yeah. I kind of feel like a metal rods were run through my bones. Whoa. Uh, that does not feel normal to me. But I have to tell you, I was in a state of complete euphoria for like two hours. Oh. So it, is that why you went? Well, yeah. Well, for migraines. So oh, okay. I went to see if like we could relieve some of these migraines. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I'd heard acupuncture is kind of this proven thing that works for a lot of people. So and yeah, that, that's the dog, by the way. Nobody's <laughs> tummy's growling. <laughs> He's in here. Um, and so I, 
Yeah, I went to just, and also because I was curious because it's something I've never done before and yeah. it feels like something mm-hmm. I should do. Um, I loved the acupuncturist that I went and saw. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really popular in our neighborhood. Uh, everybody swears by her. And mm-hmm. so uh, loved her instantly, loved everything she said. She explained everything and she was like, she said she wasn't surprised that I was feeling things the way I was oh, just based okay. on, um, I guess, what I what I was like rolling with I don't know so she could tell that you were in pain oh yeah she was like yeah okay this is probably gonna be sore um and so she like she wasn't (sighs) surprised but yeah some of those some of them were and I'm exaggerating a little but but it was it It sounds very uncomfortable and it was definitely I think this and maybe because the shock was I truly didn't think I was gonna feel it yeah. I, so I was laying there like in a state of euphoria, like the next 40 minutes are all for, oh God, why? <laughs> why do I feel this needle being driven through my abdomen? Like, And then she makes you like meditate, right? Like lay there for a bit and... Or, we didn't. No? We were kind of talking like she was more trying to figure out like where I was with okay. my body and um and yeah. So Ouch. it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. But yeah, I, I would, I am here to say... If you have a low pain tolerance and you are a sensitive human being, don't fall for the lies. <laughs> but you but you're saying it worked though. It totally well, I don't know if it's worked for the migraines yet. Okay. That's probably gonna take several visits, but um I felt great afterwards. I was super relaxed and huh. like chill and I'm not a relaxed or chill person, so uh, I feel like there were huh. good things that were taking place and I'm I I, I left going Wow, that really hurt. I can't wait to go back. Oh, ooh. So that's the mindset that I had leaving. So I, I mean, I would recommend it. Um, just don't fall for the lies, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel anything really, and I also did not get results from it. Interesting. Maybe you need more pain. That's the. That's what I was just thinking. Maybe it's like the COVID vaccine where like ah. they say, rumor has it that if your symptoms or the side effects of the COVID vaccine are um, like severe, then that means it's working. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe that's what's the same thing with acupuncture that if it hurts, then it's working. I don't know though. You might have to ask. If it feels them. like death by a thousand swords, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's really life. She's breathing life into you through the needle. No, it's true. I literally felt euphoric. Like I literally walked out of there in the best mood I think I've been in in fourteen hundred years. Oh wow! And just was like, this is amazing. Isn't that just so interesting though? Everyone is just so different because what works for you may not work for me, may not work for the next person, and then what works for me may not work for you. Yeah. but and I'll keep. I mean, if anyone's a migraine sufferer like mm-hmm. me, um, and I'm a chronic migraine sufferer, visual mm-hmm. migraines. So, uh, I did have one the next day. So, you know. Oh, we'll you, see. I haven't. Oh, it okay. hasn't. But I'm. I also wasn't expecting results that quickly. Okay. So we'll see. Like so, you know, if if yeah. it works long term, I will keep everyone up to date. If you're interested in. Yeah. Acupuncture torture for migraines. <laughs> I hope it works for you. I hope it does too. I sure have been mm-hmm. trying everything for the past year, so. Well, maybe you'll get used to the pain. I don't know. It would. Let me works. say this: it's it wasn't the kind of pain that would prevent me from ever doing it again. That's. I think it yeah. was more just the shock of why can I feel this? This is a lie. I, was I felt not- so betrayed by America. <laughs> You're like, nobody prepared me for this. Why does nobody say that it can hurt? 
I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't really, I only know one other person who said that it hurt. Interesting. So I don't know if that's a common thing or not. You're going to have to ask more people. I am. Actually, I'm curious. If you're listening and you've had acupuncture, <laughs> I would be curious. How, how did it, uh, how, how did you feel? How did, mm-hmm. how did you respond? Are you part of the problem? Are you perpetuating the lies or are you? <laughs> we need a acupuncture advocacy for pain or something. Yeah, but uh, all is well. Do you like um? <laughs> do you do you like my new pants? These are new pants that I got. Um, these I green do. pants. Yeah, oh. I I took my son shopping with me mm-hmm. to the store the other day, and when I he was so excited to help me pick out clothes to wear. Uh huh. And when I tried these on, he actually told me these were giant fashion no no. A fashion no no. That's what he said. He goes, "Oh, mom, that's a giant fashion no no." Interesting. Do, don't do that. I bought them anyway. So they're green. Yeah. And they've got like kind a cool crop. crisscrossy pattern yeah. on them. They're just the comfortable pants. I just adorable. buy comfortable clothes. But yeah. And then in the, but he also uh, forced me to buy a pair of pants that I actually ended up loving. Oh. That are kind of a gold. Uh, very. He was like, they have gold in them. You need these pants. Is he always so opinionated about what you wear? About everything. Really? About about everything. He is a kid that if I walk out of a room, he'll be like, you look really cute today. Oh, okay. Thanks. And then he's not afraid to be like, I'll walk out of a room. And he's like, I don't understand that choice. (laughs) Do you agree with his his feedback? I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Obviously not. I bought the pants, but. He's not always right. (laughs) He's not always right. No, he's right. I mean, they're kind of ugly, but they're so comfortable. I don't think they're ugly. I mean, they look like, um, what you call it? Uh casual what is it what's that um design where it's not design but fashion where it's like where you're like leisure I'd like, yeah, there you go. leisure pants yeah that's what they are thanks well, laura i think it's hard to ruin athleisure pants right <laughs> i think that doesn't matter yeah no athleisure you really aren't allowed they're to literally criticize. the perfect podcast pants well i um <laughs> have i thrown you off with all of this <laughs> They're like my pants. Then I'll teach you to ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> I just love that. Hey, you like my pants? Hey, you like- <laughs> how are you? I'm good. My husband just sent me a video of the top 10 splits by Jean-Claude Van Damme. So I'm doing great right now. <laughs> doing great <laughs> i love your marriage i mean i yeah. i knew that he <laughs> i knew that jean-claude van damme did the splits a lot uh-huh. um and it's kind of a thing but to see it one right after another in a video compilation really made my day <laughs> okay so so clearly we need to share this on instagram okay I mean, why would we keep this from our listeners? Oh, I just love a celebrity <sighs> who is so self-aware because a few years ago he did a, um, I think it's like a commercial um, where he did the splits. And oh, yeah, between the two trucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's an older gentleman now. And so, um, you know, that was very impressive to me. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I just, you know, somebody who can um, can kind of like joke about themselves, you know? Yeah. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. And um, I love to celebrate it, Kara. I'm not going to lie. I'm not Someone who I can joke this. about themselves and do as incredible feats of flexibility. Yes. At his age. I don't know how old he is. How old is he? I don't know. He's at least, I mean, he. I don't, I can't do the splits. 
I can't so do this. So to be any, I've never been able to. Ever, me neither. Ever, yeah. ever. And so to be, you know, able to, you know, at least qualify for Medicare and still be able to do the splits, <laughs> in my opinion, is just something to to be complimented. Absolutely. Um, I'm sorry, I just sniffed really heavily into the mic, but. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, so if anyone wants to see that compilation, it's it's tickling. It tickles. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. I also wanted to do a shout out. Um, can we keep doing shout outs to part of the world? I mean, the, it parts is of the our world? podcast. Yeah. Pa- so, yes. I, I really love saying hello to these pockets of communities that start to listen to us I around the world. Okay. So let's talk about Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They're listening. Have you ever been to Pennsylvania? I have never been to Pennsylvania. I haven't either. Um, maybe we should go. I don't know. But they have listened and they're coming back for more. Okay. Well, so Lanca- you, is Lancaster, it Lancaster or I know because I lived in the Carolinas for a little while and I got in a lot of trouble when I moved up there and I said Lancaster because they have a Lancaster in Car- in North Carolina and it was actually Lancaster. Oh, so I think okay. it is Lancaster. I think it is Lancaster, we Pennsylvania. We might need to ask a listener how to say it because that's a good point. So I have no idea. Dear beautiful listeners in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, are we saying the name of your city correctly? We really want to make sure we do that. Yep. So. Either way, we appreciate you. We so appreciate you. Thank you. I would. I am so interested. I would be interested to know how they found us. How Me too. A, how a Me group too. of listeners in Pennsylvania discovered. Same. We just appreciate that you're here. Yeah, good old Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Their state flower is the mountain laurel, FYI. Well, that's lovely. (laughs) Who gets to decide that, by the way? Like state flowers, state birds. I think it was done a long time ago. Yeah. George Washington? Of all the states? No, I don't know. George Washington? I don't know. I think... I actually don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a committee. George Washington's just walking around. <laughs> it was a long time ago. There Annoying. was safety. He's like, you get in. It's like Oprah, and you get a flower, and you get a flower, and your bird is. Yeah. But wasn't? But isn't it like the later states? I just keep imagining George Washington in the later days when the states became a state. He obviously would be dead by now. Well, yeah, just like. <laughs> Or by then, you were just walking around anointing states with their state. There are some weird, there are some weird, like you know, state now adopted wanna, things. They have state I mammals. I want to research and, this. Yeah. I want to yeah. find out who, I mean, it's got to be who some sort of it? committee or something. But, right. But like, when was it decided? Like, right. how long ago did that take place? They have state colors. I mean, state song. Yeah. There's just like a ton of state things that stuff. a state decides, like, that's ours now. Huh. That's ours now. It's all about. It's probably all about merchandising. Usually, oh. everything is. It's like a marketing company. Today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's know. probably meant just to like instill pride in your state. I don't know. I just okay, remember, or maybe that. I don't know. I just <laughs> I just remember growing up in Oklahoma and being taught all of those things and being like, "This is." You're right. Yeah. As a kid, we really were taught those things. Yeah. I wonder if they're still taught in school. I'm gonna ask Michael if he knows the state something. The state stuffs. Mm-hmm. You should. I'll oh. ask Daphne. Interesting. Any hoodles. Should we talk about Daniel Tiger's Daniel neighborhood? Daniel Tiger, yes. Right along. Now that you've done that, that's in my head. I've got plenty of things for you to see in this town of make-believe. It's such a cute little show. Yeah. It, um, uh, should we start with the explanation of what this is? Or no, we should start with Laura. Mm-hmm. Should they watch it? 
Only a monster would say no, Kara. <laughs> Only a monster. I want to oh, say no. no to make that really awkward. I know, right? <laughs> Kara, are you a monster? I mean, should they watch it? <laughs> I mean, like you said, it's it's kind of a really easy yes on yeah, this one. It's a very easy yes. Um, that said, I have a lot of thoughts. Same same a lot so of thoughts that. but um but it is a very easy yes of should they of course i mean it's yeah. it's it's pbs it's pbs I mean, and so it's much. cute yeah. and i yeah is there is there anything that's going to harm your children i i have a hard time imagining um, <laughs> although you're although i am sitting across from a therapist so i'll reserve saying that until we get through the podcast oh, but uh yeah. yeah do you want to go ahead and tell everybody what this show is about yeah i grabbed this from google because i felt like it was such a great description inspired by mr rogers neighborhood daniel tiger's neighborhood features a four-year-old daniel tiger son of original programs daniel stripe tiger Every day, Daniel puts on his red sweater, ties his shoes, and invites a new generation of preschools into the neighborhood of make-believe. With the help of Daniel and his friends, preschoolers have fun and learning – have fun and learn practical skills necessary – let me start over. <laughs> You've got this. You've got la, la, this. La, 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 la. Ha, <laughs> With the help of Daniel and his friends, preschoolers have fun and learn practical – skills necessary for growing and developing i can keep going daniel is confronted with challenges that create emotional stress and then usually he learns a song that helps him feel better actually there's more to it than that that was me i mean but that's pretty, little, yeah the songs are great though if parents want to use them with their children in similar scenarios i mean it's it's something I think that they, so the our songs okay so I use a song because I'm trying to teach the kids my phone number in case mm -hmm. of an emergency mm -hmm. um and so I have a little song that I've made up for the for the phone number oh that's awesome um so that like it, and and now as like I was interested in this the songs for coping is that a clever way to teach coping skills or is it it's like, a, is that going to make a difference? It's a mnemonic device, right? Anything that you teach that has a little shortcut like that is going to stick in their brains a little bit better and help with recall for sure. Okay. So maybe is this something that like we could do as adults, like as we're aging and like, I'm starting to forget everything. Can I have little like coping songs now? <laughs> like little like memory songs um, you mean like to remember your phone number? Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> so there is a Cope really life. awesome book. It is called Moonwalking with Einstein, I think. And basically, it just it talks about how to remember things. Okay. And um, it kind of tackles these things about like if you are having problems with recall or if you just want to strengthen your you know, memory skills, there's, you know, certain ways to do it. And it delves, I mean, obviously, it's an entire book. So it delves into it. But yeah, I think even as adults, you can use little, um, whatever helps you remember it. Yeah. yeah, little, little, little coping songs. Yeah, it really just takes like an extra two seconds to kind of to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, so I think it's an effective way for I think that they it's very purposeful. The, yeah, the, the way they do it in the, the show. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and okay, so we'll say the the episodes are about twenty six minutes long. It is on PBS. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have 
regular cable you can find us on amazon prime that's where i watched it yep. uh, it does not have all the seasons the show's been around since 2012 uh when i was watching it on amazon prime it was only letting me watch i believe the first or second season mm-hmm. uh, when there's obviously a whole lot of seasons over the past many years this yeah. show is a hit i mean this show yeah. is Obviously, it's been around so long, and it's still going. And there's mm-hmm. um, tons of specials you can find on YouTube. Um, little, honestly, little coping um, shorts. Yeah, that yeah. you could probably find if you're having a particular issue with your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably covered somewhere along there. Yeah, they um, they run the gamut when with their topics. That's for sure. And and each episode follows a pretty predictable formula I would say yes um usually it's Daniel finds himself in a predicament um that creates you know frustration for him and then the adults kind of help him feel better about it or they help kind of a little musical yeah using music using music and then um and then it go then it switches over to like a real-time situation where an actual like child is experiencing something similar to Daniel Yes. Um, yeah, that's the that was what I found interesting are the little moments where they go to real children. Yeah. Which you've actually talked about research that's been done that mm-hmm. um children do better when they're uh, like when you read books about actual human children mm-hmm. or they're watching shows with actual human children, yep. they're more likely to learn a lesson or to understand cuz they can see themselves versus like an animal character. Yeah. So I feel like here's the entertaining part and then they reinforce it with the actual humans. Mhm. Which they do that on Sesame Street too. Yes. So it's a very effective lear- learning tool that they do and then Another thing that they do is they um, the show is split up into two minis, mm-hmm. but the coping skill stays the same. So, for example, um, if the skill is you know if, if you're mad, you know take a breath or whatever. The first episode will show Daniel in a scenario where he's feeling mad, and and so the song is you know when you're mad, take a breath or whatever. Yeah, take, take take a breath. What was it? Take four breaths. One, two, three, four. <laughs> and when then, you feel you're gonna roar, that's when that's when is. you're feeling mad and you think you're gonna roar. Dun dun dun. Count to four. four. Take a deep breath and count to four. One. Two, three, four. And then, you know, and it's a little unnatural because like in that particular episode, mom gets mad and then and then they're like and and she gets mad because the kids have brought in buckets and buckets of sand Sand. and poured it all over the living room floor. And she comes in and is like, I'm mad. And they're like, remember the song. You're right. Count to four. (laughs) And I'm like, "Okay, that. Nope. That ain't happening. If I like what mom is walking in a room, what parent is going to be like, Okay, let me count to four and we'll come up with a solution to this problem. Sand! Sand on the living room floor. Buckets and buckets. Uh, But again, the show was not, you know, this isn't reality TV. No, it is not. (laughs) It's very purposefully constructed. Very purposefully constructed. But they'll take that song and they'll move it over or they'll create an additional scenario in episode two and they'll use the song again. Yeah, to really drive home the point of like the lesson. Yeah, and it also broadens the use of it. So not only can you use this coping skill when you're mad at your sister 
Yeah. But your mom can use the coping skill when she's mad at you for dragging sand into the house. Yes. So like you can these this can be applied in multiple scenarios, which is something that I think is really cool because sometimes kids can get tunnel vision into like, well, this isn't the same. Right. Because, you know, but it's like, no, no, you can use it in all of these scenarios. It actually does apply here as well. And I think that that's done very purposefully. Yes. Which I think is pretty cool. I read a lot of reviews though, and I found it interesting that the one negative thing that kept coming up in like, just regular reviews yeah. was they said they didn't like that he got mad and they didn't like that he threw temper tantrums and they found it to be scary. I completely disagree. First of all, getting mad is a very real emotion and yeah. I like the fact that they talked about it. I didn't find any part of this to be scary for any child. Who is finding that scary? I saw that review over and over and over um, when I was looking through and I was like, Wait, ha- what? Um, no, it's not scary. He uh, And I think it is important versus a lot of shows where children will throw temper tantrums and end up getting their way. I feel like this show does a good job of being like, no, 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 yeah. take a deep breath and then rethink mm-hmm. through the solution or, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, I didn't find that at It's all. not about like, how do you um, get what you want? It's about how to cope with not getting what you want. Yeah. yeah. And, and one of the biggest themes in the show that I really liked was, um, and this is where, I mean, this is where there's the parallels to Mr. Rogers. I grew up watching Mr. Rogers, so I have a lot of uh, love for Mr. Rogers. I've seen mm-hmm. documentaries. I just, I love who who he was. I loved what he, stand, what he stood for. Um, his biggest thing was imagination because Mr. Mm-hmm. Rogers, as a young child, Um, was very, very ill, and he spent a lot of time in bed. And Mm -hmm. so uh, when he was in quarantine and wasn't able to get out of bed, he would use his imagination. He would do a lot of pretending. And so Mm -hmm. he created kind of these imaginary friends that he played with, and that became a big part of his show was uh, Daniel Tiger being like his best imaginary friend. Um, That's how he was using the puppets, and he really believed Mm -hmm. that children needed to be using their imaginations more and he saw television as an avenue to reach children like instead of pie Mm -hmm. in your face there's actually a documentary about this where he says this specifically um instead of you know pie in your face type antics on tv why not use this as a way to reach out and do good and so Mm -hmm. i do feel like daniel tiger was honoring the initial vision Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Rogers, I appreciate that PBS didn't try to go out there and just get a new Mr. Rogers host and try to recreate the show because there's yeah. only one Mr. Rogers. So I'm very grateful that they put it into animation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, Kara's grappling with something. <laughs> like I'm going to dive into a big thought I had watching it okay. um, that really bothered me. Put on your swim trunks. Sorry, everybody. Um, I, I feel I'm going to dive. My personal feeling, my personal opinion was that they didn't, it didn't need to be aligned with Mr. Rogers. I feel like that okay. was something they did to get people to watch because of how many people love Mr. Rogers. Mm. And I really feel like this could have just been the exact same show. Take away the parallels to Mr. Rogers because okay. for me that that took something away for me because it was like Mm. you're not mr rogers and you're not Mm. you're you're really a very thoughtful purposeful cartoon about a tiger yeah i didn't mr rogers just stood for so much more yes Mm. it was about imagination but it was about like he he talked a lot about like social injustice like he found ways to bring in 
um, characters and people to kind of show adults and the whole world because, you know, he was a minister. Mm -hmm. So he really had these thoughtful ways. And I, I kind of felt like it was watered down to put it into a cartoon about a tiger. Mm. I found myself uncomfortable and kind of like, oh. I, I didn't like that. That was that was just me. Again, yeah, I, felt... it was a good cartoon. Um, and it is for preschoolers. It is for much younger children. It is for toddlers and preschoolers. Uh, when I first put it on, yeah. Michael was all like, I'm not watching that baby show. And then he sat there and watched every episode right next to me, completely mesmerized. Well, because um, the lessons are definitely applicable to kids six, I would absolutely. even say upward to nine. I mean, it's mostly about emotion regulation and coping skills. I mean, that's, I mean, I hear what you're saying about it being water. It could feel watered down because that is like the huge part of it. And there is an yeah. educational component. And, and of that's like, going to be for those of us that are old enough to feel nostal so nostalgic about Mr. Rogers. Any yeah. new viewer coming in gonna have is no idea. going to be perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have no idea what these um, references are um, that, yeah. that they have. But people like you who loved him so much might feel a little protective of the original I did. content. I did. And and I but and I, even then I could see like they were, you know, the integration of there's human characters who who play freely with um you know these animal characters and it's like, you know, the your your differences don't define you. Like I saw all the same lessons mm. that came from Mr. Rogers. It just that was that was my it was kind of like did it have to be aligned to Mr. Rogers? Or could you just have created a great show about a little tiger? Yeah, I mean, I, they could have. They just changed the names up. Are these other, are the friends, like Miss Elena, Katerina, Kitty Cat, the OLs, are they in original Mr. Rogers? Some of them are. Okay. Mr. McFeely, Lady Elaine, um, Chef Brockett, oh. King Friday. Uh, there are some of King those. Friday. King Friday. Can I, can I say something? Yes. Please. <laughs> some of these names. I love that Miss Elena, a person, I love that her name is Miss Elena and she's a child yeah <laughs> and they call her Miss Elena yeah I don't know I just found that really I, interesting. I think probably maybe the the parallel to Lady Elaine yeah, yeah. who by the way terrified me as a child Lady Elaine was terrifying I know nothing okay the puppets and Mr. Rogers were actually my least favorite part growing up they oh, always really? kind of freaked me out oh. I didn't like when he went to the land to make believe because I found the characters to just be especially Lady Elaine was like why is she so mean what's with the owl and yeah yeah the they puppets were, at the time were a little freaky they were a little scary to me <laughs> they were scary which in this show yeah. none of that exists so yeah they don't have puppets at all it's just animated yeah very simple yeah. animation and I and I loved the pacing of this show. I thought that was great. Like, it, yeah. it's very slow paced. Why? I have to go back to the names. I'm stuck. My brain is stuck. Why does, why is this kid's last name a day of the week? Or Prince, is his name Prince? And then Wednesday? No, it's not. Because everyone in his family's name is a day of the week. So it's like King Saturday or whatever. Yeah. That would, you would literally have to go back to like Mr. Rogers and be like, I just what? love it. I love that a human character's name is Prince Wednesday, and then a cat gets a normal name like Daniel. Right. And then a human gets a cat <laughs> name. Like, I could just imagine you getting a cat and naming it Prince Wednesday. For sure. <laughs> but this For cat sure. is walking around named Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> it's like, I love when people get pets and they're like, yeah, this is my brand new puppy, Jeff. Well, you have a cat this named Simon. Steve. I do. I do. That <laughs> was it's a my. Girl. It's a girl. <laughs> that was definitely named by a three-year-old. 
I just, <laughs> I just found that funny. Maybe <sighs> that's maybe my. No, brain. no, no. You're exactly right. And, and that, like, where would they have come from? All I know, all of that came from the from Mr. Rogers. Like that was yeah. just kind of the way his brain. Maybe that's a, that's a name he came up with when he was creating it as a I kid. Sure, because that definitely sounds like a kid named that person. No question. <laughs> No question. Weird. There's little weird touches to these characters that I found very human humorous. Like Miss Elena calls everyone toots. I don't know. I oh yeah, like, okay. I kept noticing that too. I'm like, that's really funny. Why did she do that? Yeah, it's like okay, whatever hey, you say. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, though, they're all very very similar uh, characters in my opinion. Um. Okay. So, do you think the show's educational or fluffy? I mean, it's definitely educational, yeah. and and it's um it's emotional education more than anything else. This isn't two plus two. This is yeah. definitely how do you cope with anger? How do you yeah. handle um, a friend who's hurt? How do you like? Yeah. There, it's it's social emotional learning, in my opinion. And in my, I agree with you. And I would even say that this show is one of the most educational shows that I've seen. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Um, because of the way it addresses these issues in such an instructional way. Yeah. And each adult reinforces the same message to the kids, you know? So it felt very like, this is how it's done. This is what you do whenever you're feeling this way. And we're going to consistently reinforce that through all of the adults in the story. And then even into the next episode. So for example, during the shot episode, Mom gave Daniel a coping skill of closing your eyes and thinking of something happy. Mm-hmm. Um, then when he and it's through song. Yeah, that's I, will, what, I, I do like the songs. Time. I I will tell you, I do yeah, really the like songs the songs. Are great. The songs are not annoying at all. <laughs> are you joking? Is, uh, no, I'm actually oh, okay. serious. No, I'm totally serious. Because <laughs> usually I don't like when 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 okay. there's like gratuitous musical numbers. Right. And no, I felt okay. like I really enjoyed. They're catchy. You'll catch yeah, yourself singing them all totally. day. And you and your kids will. Here you, if you sing it to your kid, if you really want to go there and sing these songs to your kid after you guys have seen it and you catch them in the scenario, they will remember. Yeah, it's a great tool for for them. And it, short and you know, snappy. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> she tells him to close his eyes, think of something happy through song. Then they go to the doctor, and the doctor say says and sings the same thing. So it's reinforcing. So they're all on the same yeah. page. In real life, this is not going to happen. Everyone is different. Like, I, as a mom, am going to be different from my child's teacher, from my child's doctor, et cetera. But in this show, the adults are super uniform. So it felt like I was reading, like, a social-emotional how-to textbook. Okay. You know? And if that's pro- – and it's going to keep your kids engaged. I think it's a really intentional move on their part to reinforce a message and to get it to stick in their brains. But for me, because it was so consistent, it felt like super, super educational to me, more so than some of the other shows that we've seen. Kind of like Blue's Clues. Like, yeah, you, actually. you know what you're going to get when you watch Blue's Clues. The, formula, the formula is the same every single time. You know what I mean? Anyways, will parents like it? I mean, I wasn't mad. <laughs> That was, I've already said my my opinion about it is, again, I have so much right. nostalgia for Mr. Rogers that um, I personally felt kind of like I wanted to cross my arms and be like, huh. At the same time, it, it is not annoying. It is yeah. um, very watchable. It, um, you know, 
is it something I'm going to go sit and watch by myself? Probably mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. But was I, I was in no way annoyed or anything. And, and like I said, Michael was super sucked in. He was all about it yeah. at six years old. My kids are not into it. Really? Mm-mm. Interesting. Even my youngest. But she is really into the protagonist being a person. Okay. And so Daniel is not interesting to her. Okay. All of our books are for my youngest are, are people as the care and that's her choice that was not you know based on like what we said earlier that's just like what she likes okay and then Daphne I think she's kind of along with Michael she thinks it's a baby show but I do think kids would watch this like absolutely no I feel I mean I think especially if the parents are engaged absolutely and um that is the show is meant to be watched as a family Mm-hmm. I read an article um, that pointed to a study that found that kids learn more from TV programming when parents are in the room with them. Yeah. And the level of engagement from the parent also will impact how much they learn from the program. So if you're sitting there on your phone versus like sitting there and interacting with the TV, Being that's, engaged. That's, that matters like as far as how that information is going to stick with them. And that was in the, that came from the article that I read about the show. Okay. So the the people who are behind the show very purposefully intend for parents to be involved in this process in, of viewing the show, whether you like it or not. Oh, that feels like a lot of. <laughs> and pressure. honestly, I feel like this show is more for parents than kids, and that is also something that the creators and the producer talked about in this article was that this show is very much meant for parents to watch <laughs> really yeah which I totally feel that um when I watch it I mean, it feels like an instruction manual on how to help your kid through tough emotions because when Daniel is having a problem he m- is going to an adult and the adult is helping them get through it you know and I I this this yeah this was super intentional and and um the body language of the parents is intentional where the parents kneel down as yeah, opposed which to you're stand supposed over to them do. which you're supposed, you're, which you're to, supposed do. to do with your kids so i mean yeah. that's that is a very clear message to adult viewers yeah. of how to talk to your kid kneel down because it's less intimidating this is something we teach parents in therapy so a lot of this stuff is is actually geared towards the parents. Which is so similar to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood is that mm. um, it was definitely a show for children. Uh, and and his, his passion was children and mm. was, you know, making children feel seen mm. and feel heard. Um, he would, when he would go and speak to children, he would always want to get down on their level. And when they mm-hmm. spoke to him, he would really look them in the eye. Yeah. Um, but when you watch the show now versus when you're a kid, um, which would be a complaint of mine is that I wish it were more accessible. I wish Mr. Rogers was so much more accessible today and, and it's hard to find um, yeah, I wouldn't even know where to find I don't it know. you can't I would not know it's where to so find hard it. to find and that makes me really sad <laughs> is um that's a show I would love to sit down and watch with Michael mm. um but but the little clips that I've seen with all the documentaries and stuff that I've watched uh is he the messages are also for adults no question um, oh yeah the, the, the things that he was doing were also meant to be like subtle yeah <laughs> things for parents mm-hmm. and adults in general so yeah, so that's I mean, consistent between the two shows and yeah. and is good yeah I mean it's I think um it's easy and I think we're all guilty of it of putting our 
kids in front of the TV so that we can get some things done. Because we do. We need to get some things done. Yeah. And every once in a while, you really do have to do laundry or you really do have to watch. You really do. And you really need that hour to be like, hey, here's something that I feel safe with you watching Mm -hmm. um, and check out. But I I see that. I can see where this would be. And and like you said earlier with the the repeating of the songs, if you Mm -hmm. learn the little songs and then you can... Well, that's the thing. If you put them in front of number blocks, yes, that's something that I think is definitely a, like I need to put the dishes away, watch yes. number blocks type of show. This one is trying to teach emotional intelligence, which just is not something that children are supposed to be learning by themselves. Right. They need their parents there. So it makes total sense when you think about the message of the show and the goals of the show. You cannot expect a child to get pick up on these messages by themselves it's just not going to work especially when like you said with the music yeah being something to reinforce they're not going to walk around singing that to no them. they've need never some, heard michael sing a song from they're the show. gonna need reminding if yeah. you sing it to them then they'll start that'll be it up. i yep. think way more effective for sure that makes sense yeah okay yeah so we've already talked a little bit about what we liked Mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to mention that the scripts are read and approved by child experts. Well, then. Yeah. Child, I'm sorry, child development experts. Um, honestly, a lot of the skills that the mom and the dad and the other adults teach are what play therapists would teach. So it was no surprise to me that these were read over by child development experts. If anyone wants free therapy or advice, Daniel Tiger is actually handing it out, by the way. Okay, I'm yeah. uncrossing my arms. I'm going to get over my <laughs> my issues with with my my love for Mr. I Rogers. I need good, to... good for you, Daniel Tiger. <laughs> I really need to honestly reapproach watching this with my kids, too, because I before reading all of this stuff, I definitely felt like this was a safe show to just let them watch, even though they didn't really like it. But now I, I kind of want to go back and yeah. do a more interactive approach to it, for sure. Um, or just make it, you know, punishment for my kid who doesn't like it. No, but- <laughs> hey, you, you have will- to watch this. And you will you will sing back three songs yes. before you're allowed to go to bed. And I want one of them to be how awesome I am. <laughs> make them start I writing love- their own. By the way, I love these songs. The songs are the songs I, are catchy. I want songs for myself. You know, that's what you were insinuating you, earlier, right? You tech no only because you texted that I to me some. while you were watching. Laura was like, "I want my own coping songs," and I, I literally have not been able to think of anything oh, else. I thought as I'm, what did I think of? When they might cry and stomp the floor, but when you potty, you can lock the door. <laughs> Okay. When you look at social media and you feel you have something to say, don't do it. (laughs) Instead, drink Chardonnay. (gasps) (laughs) Just walk away. Just walk Walk away. away. No, Chardonnay. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With your Chardonnay. (laughs) Okay. On the plane, they might scream, but not if you give them Dramamine. Yeah! (laughs) I only want yours from here on out. What else do you have? I'm trying to think. I think I have one more. Mine all. I'm too too dark and too mean. Everything I kept thinking of, I was like, I can't. No, no. You're like, no, that's mean. No. (laughs) Oh, but they're great. What is another one? Oh, uh, when they don't want to eat their meal. 
they can be done eating. It's no big deal. Oh, that's a good one. That's that one's good. actually very, that's actually, healthy. that one is very helpful. It's not I... about drugging your kids. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like they could do songs for many stages in life, actually. They isn't us. Like, teenagers need these songs. Early Us in our early 20s could have used these songs. Absolutely. If someone in their midlife crisis about don't buy that car, there's got to be a song for that, right? <laughs> Like, I could just come up with the last lines of all of them. I could do the first. You, you could need do... therapy. Go get yeah, all, Every answer is go to therapy. Let's I see a TikTok a page bar. in the future with this theme. No, just Daniel just Tiger songs. Daniel Tiger songs for adults. For adults in all stages of life oh. or teenagers. I feel like teenagers could really use some, like, Smacks in the face with some Daniel Tiger. Oh song. my goodness! Can someone please? <sighs> we give you this idea. Go create this so we can just sit and laugh. Oh man, so good. See now, it. that's the Daniel Tiger I want to watch. <laughs> oh, just just those songs <laughs> over and over. No, just help me. Just help me cope with my life. Can some experts out there get together <sighs> right? and create a TV show that'll help me? Daniel cope Tiger with has adulthood. to grow up sometime. When right? does he become a parent? Seriously, his and like show us the real. You know, get ones. in the real. We Be want the, Daniel Tiger to drink Chardonnay. Seriously. He needs to drink Chardonnay <laughs> and get into a fight on social media. Yeah. And then regret it and have a song about it. Absolutely. For next time. Absolutely. Yep. While giving his children Dramamine. Yeah. <laughs> on airplanes. On airplanes only. Only. Only airplanes. Only an airplane. For their for their tummies. Right. No. That's all. It's fine. Just a little bit of drill. Goes a long way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, what else did we like? You're so funny. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. I I wrote down the pattern of responding that I noticed that the adults did. Did you want to hear it? I mean, sure. Okay. <laughs> You're like, why not? Okay. Because they almost respond the exact same way every time. Okay. okay. So they start with empathy. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, that, that thunder was... That was, was so really loud scary. for you. Yeah. yeah. Normalizing it. Yeah. It can be so scary when it's loud like that. Or, oh, yeah, sometimes I feel scared when it's loud like that. You know, like you're not alone. Lots of kids can feel scared with that noise, you know, however you choose normalizing it. And then um, then they introduce the coping skill, you know, like when I get scared, I do this. Or maybe you could sing this song. And then. If it's a if it's a thing that they're stressed about, like a future thing that they're scared, like the shot, they'll play a game to help Daniel prepare for something that might make him feel nervous or he'll um, do like an imaginary play, you know, and then they'll encourage him like you can do this or you've got this or, you know, thank you for coming to me or I'll give him a nice little compliment. Mm-hmm. So these are so these are steps that like I mean, honestly, this makes me think of the book, The, the Parenting with Love and Logic hmm because that's kind of the it it's very similar like the validation the um you know kind of pointing out the behavior the the thing that's happening uh, yeah like uh-huh. I you know I I really understand you know I I see that you're very scared of the singer I see that 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 that's very emotional for you um yeah, I think, and, it- and then following up with you know here's how I can handle it or here's a suggestion of how to handle it and mm-hmm. um yeah I remember I remember when I first had Michael, I took parenting classes and this was because I just want, you know, it was offered through a, a daycare. We we ended up not joining, but um, but they 
they offered these classes and it was all this sort of thing. And I was like, that is exactly the parent I'm going to be. I'm going to be so patient Mm -hmm. and really. And then, boy, it's like all of a sudden it's 715. They're about to be late for school and you're like, just get your shoes on. And it's like, wow, that that sure went out the window fast, didn't it? It's so easy to get frustrated. I understand that you don't want to put on your shoes right now. I understand that you don't care about time. No, it's... Does it feel unrealistic? It it feels realistic in certain circumstances. Yeah. Well, I think that that's what's potentially problematic about this show, too. Slightly unrealistic. Yeah. And it can make people feel... It's kind of like Bluey in a way is like they're... You pointed this out is that parents can maybe feel like like they're kind of crap parents because, Mm -hmm. you know... Yeah, you I can't mean, possibly keep up with that level of patience. I'm telling you, you if if kids walked in my house with that <laughs> many buckets of sand, I would not be singing a song to calm myself down. <laughs> I don't. I, there is there is no song for that situation. There is righteous anger. Yeah, that, now I anger. now I will send my children to their rooms so that I can calm myself down. <laughs> before i explode but oh my, oh my goodness can you imagine no no, no. i wouldn't and count to four i'd be like get down you start sweeping up then what if you get a vacuum the other one go get a broom it reminds me of is it called is it family matters with steve urkel <laughs> is that that's family matters yeah that's yeah. yeah family matters well carl is like has a heart problem and so <laughs> it's because of stress and so he's given the skill of saying to himself three two one one two three what the heck is bothering me and he tries to do it every time steve urkel like messes with him and then he just keeps getting worse and worse and more through worse throughout it and so exactly keeps, yeah. you get put i'm I, and he's just going three two one <laughs> i actually consider myself a pretty patient parent yes. like i actually have a way of communicating with michael that is in remy that really that works and yeah. so that i can you know and i am good at taking breaths and things not really getting to me but every once in a while it's like <sighs> well and that's what makes you human and these characters i would say are like emotionally mature robots well yeah they are because they're cartoons. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but like you said, I I thought the exact same thing that this this show has the bluey effect on it, where parents yeah. could watch this and be like, I can't live up to this, so I must be crappy. I think um, this one did that to me more than Bluey because mm-hmm. I was so entertained by Bluey because mm-hmm. it's so fun and cute yeah. and funny mm-hmm. um, that this one snuck up on me where I, it, it was it was definitely the sand where I was like, oh, come on. Like no one's going to. Nobody's that doing that. Well, they really do paint ideal pictures. And also, I will say Daniel is also super cooperative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he is easily redirected. That ain't real. And his his rage is tame. Like, yeah. I, I didn't see an episode of him throwing a temper tantrum. Um, I didn't. You know, I read that review and I kept really watching. I was like, maybe it is in later seasons that I wasn't able to see. Um, but they, they, they his, express, er, yeah. I mean, and it, he growled. And, and I did like this as the voice actors do such a great job of yeah. kind of capturing this, uh, um, 
growly kind of they are lions yeah um, and yep. so you know he would get mad and you know his but his roar really was as tame as like i'm mad yeah. Roar! Yeah. and then that's the extent of it it wasn't scary felt tame to me i don't i don't it know why people are tame. saying scary but um i mean maybe a super empathetic child might be worried about daniel and that maybe. that worry might feel scary to them but to me it feels like healthy stress i don't know I don't know. I felt the children expressed frustration in very healthy ways on this show. Um, And not all kids are like that. So I feel like the show being as perfect as it is kind of makes it imperfect because it can feel unrelatable. Yes. Um, So and we heard from parents after watching after um, the review of Bluey saying that they felt that way. Yeah, no, yeah. that's real. It's hard. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so hard being a parent. It's so hard yeah. to be a parent. And it it is, it, 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 we constantly get pressure that I don't think our parents received. I know no. that my mom didn't grow up with the no. kind of pressure I feel I have. They didn't with, have the internet. No, they didn't no. have the internet. They didn't have, by the way, they didn't have everyone watching them at all times. Yeah. And so and child psychology wasn't as big of a deal. No question. So and now know. we know all the things yeah, that mess up our children. Things. Back then they could spank. We don't spank today because yeah. we know that the, the damage that that does. So yeah. like it's such a, uh, you know, yeah, we know a lot more. It feels feels like we there's used like... to smoke cigarettes inside with our babies. I mean, there's I so much. No, crap. that's a fact. My dad used <laughs> to actually. We, but... No, my dad used to keep the windows rolled up um, in the car while he smoked a pack of cigarettes between the drive between Lubbock and Dallas because. While you sat he, in the front seat. Well, I sat, no, I sat directly behind him oh, okay. with him blowing that smoke directly. Oh, no. And it would just, yeah, no, we just yeah. existed in that smoke. No, we do things. Just a different we, time. we just learned, we learned. Good times. Yeah. But with that, I think does bring this level of over accountability where we feel guilty. But I, about like, you know. No question. But if I think that if you look at this, like I said earlier, like a parenting textbook, or like an accompanying video to a parenting book that it might feel more palatable because it's like, here's an example, right? As opposed to like... Maybe thinking of it as parental suggestions. Yeah, it's just don't... Parental ideas. These are... This is not a show where you're going to see like flawed people doing flawed things. And so... Also, we don't have writers. We don't have a team of writers that are coming in before we have those discussions with our kids when we're frustrated that are going, here's the script that you need to say. Well, so that was a thing I was was trying to think when I was watching this because I do think this is an important show. And I do understand parent guilt when watching it. But I feel like if you can come into this show with a different approach and use it, kind of just look at it a little bit differently – then that might leave. Um, mm. The guilt or the the insecurity that you have might leave. So if you watch this and you want to respond as these parents do, but you're feeling nervous or it seems unrealistic, I have some ideas. Oh, please, okay. please, please. I'm just going to give you two, two, two things to think about, okay? The first one is repetition. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to say something. that I'm going to go back to something you said about the script. I actually think a script is a good idea. Okay. So I feel like if a parent can sit down and think about the times where they have responded in ways that they weren't necessarily proud of and they want to respond in a different way, then 
it's totally fine to write down what they would have said instead and make it a goal to try to do it again Next in the time. future. Yeah, I see yeah. that being good. Yeah. yeah. Um, we. It's even better if you can hire someone. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> hire. Well, that's, hire, that's a therapist. Okay, <laughs> back. That's your that's your script right Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I think we don't think about the fact that you can t- come into a situation totally prepared with a script of what to say and 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 use that as your plan and repetition and practice and consistency is what's going to get a person to that stage okay um practice makes perfect you know that yep so what you're watching on this show is a pattern of healthy behavior adopted by these characters as a parent you have your own patterns and habits whether you find them effective or not okay these strategies on the show can be effective, but not right away if you're used to handling stressful situations differently. So if you suddenly go from one way of parenting to another, it's going to feel very awkward for you at first. And I think that's what you're saying. And it's going to be a little confusing for your kids. So for example, if your go-to response every time your child falls down and hurts themselves is, you're fine. It's just a scratch. Dust yourself off. It's going to feel weird for everyone at first if you decide to instead say things like, wow, that looked like that really hurt. How does it feel right now? How can I help you feel better? Do you need a hug? It's going to feel weird for the parent to start saying that, and it's going to feel very different for the child to hear. Yeah. Right? But if you you create a little script in your mind that I want to respond differently because I notice my child's not having their needs met in the way that I want them to, so this is what I'm going to say next time, you will you know, you'll be set up for success more, I think. So setting that goal and 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 sticking to it or committing to it mm-hmm. um, to respond to the way you want to as opposed to the way you're used to will help you when that occasion arrives. Um, like I said, it takes time to master and it takes time for kids to come on board sometimes because once that they see but, – but I'm sorry, but once they see that you're being consistent – they'll be more likely to come on board. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that absolutely makes sense. They have to trust that this is how things are going to be from now on. Yeah. So if you keep at it, it sends them a message that we have a new approach to stress in our lives. And so it'll start feeling more routine for everyone. Because really, you're just, everyone's in a pattern of behavior. Yeah. And it's just, it's going to be the adult's job to change that pattern and stick to it and, and, yeah, and practice it. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes so okay. much sense. And and the thought that I was having while you were saying all of that is also not allowing, like if you're making healthy choices for you and your family, mm-hmm. not allowing like the naysayers, like the people you're going to have family members, you're going to have people oh, out right. in the oh, world. Yeah. And the reason I thought of that is because I am one of those parents that when Michael falls, I'm not the get up, you got this. Um, because he's a, but he's, every kid is different. Right. Some kids need the, no, no, no. Because my stepdaughter, you actually do have to be like, no, no, you're fine. You're yeah, fine. Because yeah, yeah. she'll go into panic. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas he, if he's saying I'm hurting, He's not playing. He's hurting. And there's been so many times in a situation where he's fallen and I'll go over and go, you know, are you okay? I think that had to really hurt. Are you okay? Um, He'll hide his pain a lot. And so it looks like, and I can't tell you how many times in public or with family that someone will be like, um, you just dote on him. Let him, Mm -hmm. he's fine. Let him get up. And I'm like, hold up. I know my own child. I have my own way of handling this. Um, So yeah, don't let the... 
Don't let society and the naysayers when you're making different and healthy choices for your family. That's so weird that people like. Oh, they do it all the time. That's really weird. No, I, I have experienced that. And I, I, that's yeah. why I'm like, I would never do that to another parent. Mm-mm. You make your decisions for your kid. Unless I see some a child being harmed, that's different. Right. If it's a, if it's just a, diff- a choice that's different than the one I would make, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, I would not appreciate someone telling me how to. No. Parent. Yeah. Nope. Don't do it if you're listening. <laughs> okay, I have another, another thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, so another thing I wanted to just throw out there for people who watch this show and kind of are like, what am I, how do I even do this, is... So these parents on the show are what I call thermostat parents. Have I told you about this no. before? No. Okay. okay. They are thermostat parents because they control the temperature in the room. Okay. Sometimes, for most of us, me included, we tend to be thermometer parents. We feel what our kids are feeling. We absorb the energy that they're putting out. So if they get mad, we get mad. If they get stressed and start putting demands on us, we become stressed and overwhelmed. So this often results in us as a family turning on each other and suddenly we are no longer working together to solve a problem because it's like, you're getting upset. But but I'm saying it in a way that's very upset, right? Like, stop getting mad, but I'm yelling it or whatever, you know? Now we're just trying to out-intensify each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. So... Now we're butting heads. So it's a good idea. Instead, it's a good idea to think about what feelings you have inside that causes you to be a thermometer parent. And it cannot be your kid. It can't be like, well, he's making me this way or she's making me this way. Um, What emotional obstacles are preventing you from being a thermostat parent? So, for example, when they yell, I feel powerless and thus a bad parent. So how can I challenge those untrue thoughts about myself? Because those are both untrue, right? Right. Where do I have power and in what way am I a good parent? So that when they yell, I can say to myself, I'm a good parent. Yeah. Right? This is not – them yelling does not mean that I am a bad parent. You cannot look at their behavior like that as a measure of – how what kind of parent what, I am. what you're doing or what you're instilling yeah. on the kids yeah so that self-awareness will help you notice in the moment if you're being triggered by something that's causing you to react in a way you don't want to that'll also calm you down and help you switch directions in the moment that's what these parents are doing really in this show they're being thermostat parents they're they are controlling the mood in the room yeah so I know that that's not super easy to do a personal inventory so if that feels too heavy for you that's fine just go back to the scripts of how you want to respond to your kid in a way that you would want to with thermostat parenting in mind. So how can I or what what can I say to bring the intensity from a 10 down to a 6? So like you said, you know what Remy needs when she falls. Right. So how how do I respond to Remy so that she's not a 10 and she's a 6? So that's the thermostat parenting, right? Yeah. And like for us, it is that validation where it's like, oh, yeah, I saw that you fall. Yeah. Daphne needs a hug. Yeah. Like, are you you okay? Like, it's care. It's Mm -hmm. not, um, 
you're fine, get up. But it, we mm-hmm. have to immediately be like, oh, you know what? That looks really, like a really tiny scratch. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like we have to reinforce like, you, yeah. you know, I, I saw that you fall, you fell and I know that that hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't panic because it looks yeah. really small. And yeah. I can tell that you're going to be okay. Game plan. Just game yeah. plan. Know and just what knowing what those things mm-hmm. are that you need Practice to do. Practice it. Yeah. Script it out. That I mean, this show This is all is, really good advice. This show, thank you takes 40 days i think they said to create one episode Woo! so they're making it look easy but they are sweating behind the scenes to oh, make these sure. episodes the way that they sh- that they want it to be for parents to take with them so it might look easy but it's absolutely not and if it's taking them forever to make an episode it's okay for you to say i need to do this over and over and yeah, over the before repetition. i'm good at it yeah and prep prep for it. Parenting's so hard. I have I have, by the way, been fighting this entire time to make the parallel between everything you're saying and dog training because that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I am personally oh that's because I am personally experiencing that right now. But I swear you sound so much like my dog trainer right oh now. My God. <laughs> I'm you're so, go I'm so sorry to make that parallel. It's just, it's like you have the action plan, repetition, repetition. And I was like, oh my gosh, this really is like, it's training oh ourselves. God. It's training the parents. Um, Cause that's the Wait, same as. Does that mean that parenting is like Pavlovian or what? I, I think so. It is. It's so much training the parents and how we're going to respond to these things. <gasps> oh and then, and then helping the children like get through whatever thing they're going through. Mm-hmm. So my apologies for comparing the therapy of children to training a dog and just there are similarities so um you don't have to apologize <laughs> the only thing I feel it's like because that's what I'm personally I just but I just I just this is me being very invalidating but I just don't like it when you talk about Coda like that I, I'm gonna tell you my little challenge my beautiful little challenge my child is so angel. much easier he's it's so much easier than this dog <laughs> right now right now she's lying uh, Coda you're he's tough a, you're, beautiful. you're beautiful you're <laughs> beautiful he is <laughs> poor coda um okay yeah Do you have anything else to say i you know what i love all of this information that you've been giving because uh i my favorite thing with this podcast is when you go into therapy mode well, therapist <laughs> mode uh and and i love because it's such i always learn so much oh, thanks. um and i find ways to implement because I'm what what I what my brain saw when I sat down and watched Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood was it's not Mr. Rogers okay mm. it's a good cartoon whatever and I was ready to move on with my day and oh, now I actually want to go back and watch it with my kids with all of this in mind to say this could be a tool and I'm always looking for tools to help with their education in the social environment totally. and how to handle their emotions mm-hmm. and I can see where this this would be um, a useful tool so you have changed my mind. Oh, I'm going to quit pouting. Yes. It is. It's a great show. <laughs> hey, you know what? It was virtually impossible for me to not think like a therapist and watching this. I see. I mean, I can definitely see I why. Mean, but we have, you know, we have our brains, dogs and space brains. And then we have our Daniel Tanker brains. I mean, my brain was like, oh, I really like the way they're making choices to, to growl a little when they speak. And <laughs> that's, like, that's all my brain saw. That's literally, oh, those songs are fun. I'm not annoyed. Oh that my was god. The well, to what I uh, was at. Well, just on another note and we can wrap it up, but Daniel Tiger and his dad don't wear pants, but his mom does. So I'm just going to say what's that about? I mean, and that's all. I got. That's a <laughs> Oh, except for at bedtime, 
they do wear pants, Daniel and dad. They, their pajamas are pants, but not when they're walking around d- during the day. They have no pants on, but mom does. So the amount of time I'm likely <laughs> to spend thinking about that and coming up with a reason why the animators did that. I don't understand it. Is, I mean, like, but it's a thing. My, my little feminist brain is already like, yep. Yep. and I'm not going to let it yep. happen. So yep. I know. <laughs> I'm walking away from them in their pants. <laughs> on that their note. lack of pants. Put some pants on your tigers, guys. <laughs> that has definitely just became the motto of our entire podcast. Put some pants on. Put some pants on your tigers, guys. <laughs> what does it even mean? I don't know. We've run so long We're and so I feel long. like it's my fault. It's such good information and you can you can go therapist uh, anytime you want and we are thanks. here for it. Uh, okay, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Please. Always reach out. Let us know what you thought of Daniel Tiger, what you thought yeah. of Laura's awesome advice. If oh you're able to implement any of this, if you're like me and you have uncrossed your Mr. Rogers arms, um, oh. let us know. Your uh, <laughs> podcast at shouldtheywatchit.com website, should they watch it. As always, please reviews and stars and follow us on Instagram at should they watch it and we love having you here thanks everyone especially you guys in Lancaster Lan- Lancaster Lan- Lan- Lancaster 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 bye Pennsylvania bye guys <laughs>